Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. Happy Monday. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. That's at Luke Stuckmeyer on Twitter. Cody Del Mendo's down there in the house for a couple more days. Ryan Herrera's still here. Huh? Rocking the Io DeSumo jersey. I love to see Io it. Io DeSumo jersey. Everyone thought it was Captain Everybody thought Captain Everyone thinks it's Kurt Heinrich, but there's a new legend rocking 12 in the city. Uh-huh. I don't I care what anyone says. Illini legend, Chicago legend already. Haters going to hate. Yeah, <laughs> Io Dos. Also, the, yeah, you mentioned it. Io Dos Trace. A couple days because this, this is the first week of 2022 with a, a baseball, a regular season baseball game to be played. So. A beautiful the countdown is on the official countdown Cody by the way on Twitter Cody underscore CHGO and Ryan is Ryan underscore a underscore shout out Herrera. Mike Dubs in the awesome. comments Twitter. Mike already. Dubs already up right. every time already. every time friend of the program very nice uh, I mean you guys feel like baseball's finally here we were just watching the Cactus League game before we jumped on. Yeah, we're getting and, uh, getting, getting a little slander over there <laughs> I feel already, like, so that's fun. I feel like if you don't look outside at the weather, it does feel like baseball's here. But then you go outside, <laughs> yeah. it's cold, and it's going to yeah. rain. You again. watch the it's TV, like, and you're but, like, where are they playing? Oh, they're still in Arizona. <laughs> they're in okay. Arizona. But, yeah, no, yeah. it's 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 great that baseball's back. You know, there was a long time over the over the last few months that I didn't, didn't have any idea when baseball would be back, let alone, like, you know, just no hope for it for a while. Right. So it's here. Um, you know, Thursday, Cubs are hosting the Brewers. I'll be there. I believe Jared's also going to be there too. So we're going to have. I mean, you guys are going to be around regularly right? as yeah. well. But we're going to you know, we're have some good stuff coming on opening day. Yeah. Field. Uh, opening day, like pregame, me and Casey, our uh, social media director, we're going to be out at Wrigley, taking fan questions for this video. We're going to find make. Cody. Find him. So uh, if you guys, you're going to be out there. Come find us. Uh, I'll probably have an umbrella, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And it's a winter hat, maybe as yeah, well, perhaps. Potentially, here's the hoping that I don't need any of that, and <laughs> you know, the, like the Lord above, like gives us decent weather. The baseball guy. Right I tell now, you what, I wouldn't be wearing those new Jordans you're wearing no, today because I'm no. looking at the bottom sole, and that's clean. That's a brand new oh, shoe. Yeah. Mike, correct? I have the box over there. Uh, kids, in the box yeah. the kids call those icy white soles, Luke. Icy white soles. Did you lick yeah. the bottom of them? No, I didn't. People, oh, people do that. Because like, before, the before, before you wear them anywhere, they lick them. Because they're like brand new. <laughs> I'm going to say that's probably some toxic rubber that you wouldn't want to lick. But, you know, whatever. Kids these days licking their <laughs> shoes. I love Mike Dubs' coffee. He says, those degenerates on the south side flung ice cream at Clark before the game today. Just wait until I see Southpaw catch these hands. <laughs> All right, uh, let's address it. Sah- Sahadev did tweet that out. Uh, Sahadev Sharma tweeted out. Eloy Jimenez. Yeah, okay, there you go. Eloy playfully giving the thumbs down to the Cubs. Clark the Cub walks by and he gives down, gives the double thumbs down and then a chunk of ice. Was it, was it ice or ice cream? Like a chunk of ice would be well, weird. Ice, says ice, it's cube, ice cream. Came, ice cube. Okay, there you go. Came flying out of the socks dugout and hit Clark right in the furry. But that's quite a tweet. Quite yeah. a tweet. Is Clark wearing is, pants? Is, these even days? though it's like, even though it's like making fun of the Cubs, like it is like that's a tweet that you just you're not ever going to expect to see on the internet. <laughs> so like, to me, it's hilarious. And you know, it is what it is. We. We, I'm surprised during the lockout we didn't sit here for a full hour and debate over, like, the Eloy Cease trade, like, in Quintana. Like, just debate, no. like, try to justify. Five-year anniversary he's fun, coming he's up fun, in July. He's a fun player. Yeah. Good personality, Eloy. Yeah. I wonder if... Uh, he would have been, he would have, like, he would have been beloved in a Cubs uni. Yes. Does Dom Frederick say Cub for life on Eloy or not because I, he never I, made I, it to the majors? I, I doubt it. <laughs> never. Gonna, never. Not a cup for so. life because he didn't make it to the majors with the Cubs, right? Right. I'm right. sure there's a July, July something. I don't remember the date, but in July is the fifth anniversary of the Quintana Eloy Cease trade. So we could certainly spend an hour then debating uh, that trade. I'd rather not. <laughs> it's just going to make me sad, but you know, whatever. Let's debate <laughs> the first three games of the season because, you know, we had a little bit of a switch up with Wade Miley being injured, and we didn't know how the ro- we just kind of assumed the rotation would go. Hendricks opening day, which has been confirmed, and you know all season long that off season long we said that's the right move. Yeah, even with Stroman, the veteran guy who's been there, he started Game Seven of the Stroman World Series. Was like he also like yeah, said Stroman it. right away yeah. said yeah. it's it's Kyle Hendricks. So yeah, I don't think there's any controversy there. We assumed, at least I did, that Stroman would start Game Two, and I think people that have tickets to the games. The first few games were like, oh, Stroman, Stroman, Stroman. Ron, Ron Luce, definitely. Yeah. Ron that, thought, yeah, Ron's Ron actually texted me today. He's like, 
you want to go to the game on Saturday? Because uh, he's now going to stay an extra day to go to the game on Saturday because uh-huh. he wants to see Stroman so, yeah, start but, that bad. Yeah, but so, so it switched up. Yeah, switched so, it up yeah. on us. Yeah, Ross uh, announced to reporters down in Mesa today, uh, this morning, that we're gonna it's going to be Kyle, which he already let them know, uh, a few, right. like maybe last week at some point, that Hendrick is going to be opening day. Um, and then, but then now officially confirmed to them that Steele, Justin Steele is going to be uh, taking the bump on Friday and Marcus Stroman will be pitching on Saturday. So that's your first three. I don't think, I don't think Ross gave anyone out, like said no, who else would be down else. there or be taking the bump on Sunday or moving forward, whatever. But uh, so yeah, that's, he confirmed those three to reporters in Mesa today. Um, he didn't give any reason why, just as far as I've seen, why Justin Steele. We would assume it's got to do two. with type of pitchers, right? Just give him um, a different look the next day. I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I he, again, he didn't give any update on what like what the reasoning is. It could be just like like yeah, like you said, like righty lefty righty, trying yeah. to flip them around, or could be he's like maybe. I mean, again, without speculating, I don't know why, what the reasoning for number two is, but that's just the update that uh, Ross gave up uh, gave today. For, uh, that's the update that Ross gave today for the top three pitchers um, going into the season. I, I mean, it mixes things up a little bit. You know, if they're going to yeah. pitch one day, what's the difference of a day? You, you might as well mix it up so you're getting a – if it's the same batters coming up the next day, their eyes are seeing a little bit something different right out of the gate. Uh, I'm just going to guess that's the real reason. I, by the way, on, on the Discord or on the chat, I saw that somebody from Ireland's I don't know if where, you saw that, where? Joey. Who, who was that? Someone. someone uh, yeah, Ronan. Ronan, Ronan, Ronan. Ronan. yeah. What would you think of Ireland. Nico's recent outing at shortstop? We're going to talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. that. No, but yeah. That's awesome. Someone from Ireland. We already yeah. got people from London. Now we got yeah. Ireland. Right. This is awesome. Is it, I, I mean, my geography is not. Is Ireland UK? I don't know. I don't know. Is, I, don't, I know it's a different country, but UK is like. Well, UK, Ireland. Ryan's correct, but I think the UK is England, Scotland, Wales. Right, okay. but yeah, either I, I way, think so. But like different countries. I mean, I would say I don't know if that was like the, the look of shock on everyone's face when when Ryan asked, and everyone's. Uh, well, I mean, uh, what is this? I know history that podcast, geography podcast. Anyway, but I'm gonna say I was gonna, I was gonna say <laughs> thanks to our UK fans, but now obviously we have a fan in Ireland hanging out with us too. So yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's good to good to know we're we have a good reach out there. I spent a couple days there, loved it. Like it most, oh, so you're actually right. So, Northern Ireland is a part of the UK. It's a, it's like a. Controversy over yeah, there. Okay, sorry, Ronan. Ronan, we love you. Thank you for tuning in from Ireland. Obviously, thank you, Rachel. Thank you. For uh, highly <laughs> recommend it for uh, confirming in the comments. It looks like. <laughs> so, do you like that? Do you like Strowman Steel? Yeah, no. Uh, Being flipped there. I wanted to mention we. I tweeted out a poll from the Cub, the CHGO Cubs account, asking thoughts, and right. the four options were: I like it, don't care, doesn't make sense, and intrigued. And 48% of the vote, surprisingly, on I like it. So oh, the negative positivity. Pessi- yeah, the negative pessimism disappeared for one tweet. You just love wow. to see it, guys. Um, and I'm with everyone who's voting that. I, I think it's good. You know, guys switch it up a little bit, bring in some, you know, not only righty, lefty, righty, but Steele also throws upper 90s. Um, so you're, you know, different different types of pitchers there. It'll be interesting to see who's going to be 4-5 now, though. And uh, I'm, you know, with Alzale out and Miley out, it's uh, it's gonna be, like I said, interesting. But it, I I do like Steele being in the top three with Miley and Alzale out. I felt like he had the highest upside of anyone else. We know what we're gonna get out of Alec Mills. He's been solid throughout his Cubs tenure, but also he's just like Kyle Hendricks. Um, but like more of a, I don't want to say a. I guess it would be like a poor man's version of Kyle Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Drew Smiley, who's starting today against the Sox. Uh, you know, I I just don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about him going into the season with him as a four or five. It's it's so. just going to be like a – it's going to be fluid situation, obviously. And then right. when Miley comes back, Miley will be in the rotation once he gets built up. I think it was, what, 10 days from like a few days ago at minimum. That could change. IL stint could – change it obviously but when Miley does come back and he's on the team he will be um in the rotation in the Cubs rotation again you know Drew Smiley's in there right now I think is what Cup, the Ross confirmed um Keegan Thompson don't know yet for sure he could be a spot starter he could be just in the rotation while Miley's out you don't know but um that's yeah, gonna be a very fluid situation I think just the whole pitching staff is gonna be very fluid to start the year especially with 
the you know options don't like the options right. before May 2nd don't affect that new five option limit per year. Mm. It's just going to be like a very fluid situation, I think. Um, not that a guy like Ethan Roberts is going to come up and go right back. Like I don't know how that's going to work and stuff, but it's just going to be you're going to see more faces than the 14, 15 that start opening day on uh, as on the pitching staff. More yeah. importantly, uh, Ryan has started an international incident yeah. with his comments about the UK and Ireland, and I see a lot of chat people going back and forth. No, it's not. How could you? Or Joey responding, don't worry, we're dumb Americans. Yeah. I apologize to Ronan, obviously. You know, Ronan, thank you for tuning in from Ireland. That's, that's I'll be honest, I don't understand Brexit, that whole thing, but I know England left Brexit. We won't even talk about Brexit that. Brexit thing going on Ronan, accept my apology. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. And then also Ferris from Geneva, Illinois. Illinois. Geneva. <laughs> Illinois. Geneva, nice spot. They got to get a mini golf course there. Been there. Really? Yeah, I took my girlfriend there. It was our first date. A famous place in your in your life now, forever <laughs> ingrained. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we talk about that rotation, and then we start to see the way the roster is going to start to take shape. There have been injuries that have impacted it, and obviously <clears throat> it's, it's going to be fluid all season, you know. But we, we do believe there will be more pitchers up and being used simply because of the game is being jammed together. The sort of spring training, extra players will be pitchers coming out early. Um, there was one cut that I was a little surprised. We had talked a lot about Manny Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and now he's headed to AAA. Yes. Uh, is that one surprising to you? I think it caught some people off guard. Um, obviously, he's got some work he can, he can do there, but I thought they might need the extra arm. And maybe he's just one of those guys that's going to be flipped back up pretty quickly. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I was surprised that that was what I'm – it was yesterday, actually. Yeah. The man, uh, man, Manuel Rodriguez got optioned down to, to Iowa. He was on my 28-man projection. He was in the bullpen. Um, I think him, you know, the ability to touch triple digits, obviously was a different look out of the bullpen. Um, but there could just be, again, want to have him down in AAA, give him more innings or whatever, make sure he's getting that uh, those those, those that experience down there, bring him up with the option. Again, no option limit for the first month. So, like right. you said, Luke, he could be coming up. But he was kind of – he was very – he had his highs and he had his he lows did. with the Cubs in the second half last year. I don't have his numbers for spring training, but, I'm I mean – that up right now. The only reason that I'm kind of disappointed about it is just because of the different look that he brings. You know, it's not every day you're finding a guy with that can throw triple digits, even though it is becoming more popular in baseball these days. But, um, so, man, Manny only got – uh, two and two and two thirds innings. Uh, he pitched on the twenty fourth, the twenty eighth, and uh, on Saturday or Friday, whatever the day. April so the, Fool's Day was on Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no earned runs, three hits in that second start. I mean, maybe at that point they just kind of knew that he was going to start the season in Triple A. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, not as many innings as most yeah. most yeah. guys. So yeah. maybe he just needs more. Don't need to rush up. him and put the pressure yeah. on right away. Right. Yeah. So maybe we see him mid April, yeah. late April, or something. He's twenty five. He's got. Yeah. He's there's got some time. Right. There's a lot of upside with him. And again, he came into camp looking like a tank. <laughs> um. Yeah. I there's I have no doubt that we that we don't see him. We will see him again at some point. So yeah. So I like his potential though, just because he throws that heat. And I mean, he yeah. Yeah, he looks like a baseball. Looks like somebody wouldn't want to face at the end of a game. You know, he looks like our, the the new Carlos Zambrano, man. Like, right, straight up, he looks yeah. exactly like yeah. someone like Carlos Zambrano, someone you do not want to fuck with. Oh, um, yeah, he so he was three and three, six point one one ERA last year, um, one point seven zero WHIP. He had you know hitters hit two fifty. I mean, he he had again like you said his ups and downs last year, um, and then maybe they you know the Cubs just wanted to make sure he's good through AAA. You know. Goes mm-hmm. out and, and kills it in Triple A before they bring him back up. Again, I thought he would, or I I was under the impression that he would be up. Like that was in my projections, but obviously things change, which, as we'll talk about later, opens up another spot in the bullpen for some of those fringe um, fringe opening day guys that we'll talk yep. about. Yeah, um, we saw that uh, Caleb Killian, Tommy Birch, saying that he's going to start at Triple A Iowa. On Saturday, so that's a that's one of your guys, right? That's like one of my guys. Yeah, one of your guys to watch for this season. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't expect him to start in AAA this year. I thought I know they. I think he was in AA last year when he came over from the Giants in the Bryant trade, and I thought that he would start there again this year. But I'm going to just assume that his performance in Arizona Fall League and with that momentum going in, they felt like he could you know, starting triple A. And again, I, 
I thought he was someone that we could see at some point this year. With him starting the year in AAA, like, now it's like, okay, how many yeah. starts do you want to see in Iowa <laughs> before you call him up? And, you know, maybe that's why the Cubs didn't go get another arm. They got Stroman, and they're like, we think we'll see Killian this year. So, you know, I, I'm not saying we're going to see him in a month or, or in May, but I could, if he, especially if he pitches well there, mm-hmm. I, could, I could see him, you know, right around the All-Star break or after the All-Star break on the Cubs roster. Yeah. It should be <clears throat> exciting. Well, yeah. I feel like we're going to have to have a farm report oh, yeah. on this podcast throughout mm. the season because that's, there's going to be multiple seasons going on at one time for Cubs fans. You know, when the team is great and things are going really, really well, uh, you're focused strictly on the major league team. But with this team trying to restock the farm system and all these fresh names that have come since last fall into mm-hmm. the organization, um, what those teams are doing will be almost as interesting at times as the major league roster to see what's going on because they're the next wave of players that will come up. And so we'll be keeping an eye on it throughout the season. Um, who knows? We might even do a remote show from some of those towns. I saw that float out there. Somebody was like, uh, yeah, we need to make a trip to South Bend. And then that was me cool. from the, the CHO. Cool. And then quickly was reported, no, we need to go to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> to which everybody jumped on board, in which I quickly said, that's awfully hot and humid for an old man like me in uh, the summertime. You know. So, Have you seen their beer bats, though? We go to bats. Myrtle Beach, we get yes, one of those I beer bat si- souvenirs. We t- it's pretty cool. I have not. Yeah. Myrtle Beach is actually the last place I went on vacation before the pandemic. Oh, nice. There you go. It's I've nice. never been. It's it, nice, yeah. I've never, never been. been down there, but I've heard it's really, really yeah, it's, fun. It's not bad. Um, so that maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Road well, trip. Yeah, going back to Caleb Kalian, though, um, like you said, Tommy Birch, the, the, the Des Moines Register, he talked to the Iowa manager, said he's starting on Saturday or Sunday, so that's just like some – I mean, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if we expect him to be up in AAA – to start the year, but obviously he's there. Um, I think he's kind of projected to be up at some point this year, and so that's just you know he's a number four prospect on uh, on MLB pipeline at least number four prospect in the Cubs system, uh, and a very intriguing name that is going to be on the radar like the entire year. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, just thinking about it makes my hair stand up because <laughs> for years, for years, like actual years. We have talked about how the Cubs haven't been able to develop homegrown pitching. And right. I don't care if he came right. from the Giants. He's <laughs> in the Cubs system. Kyle and Hendricks then, and wasn't the, originally a Cubs. Yes, either, and he's going like he's... through the Cubs coaching staff and everything to get developed to be ready for the major league or for the majors. To me, that's homegrown. I don't care. I don't care. If they break into your franchise in the major leagues wearing that hat, that's homegrown. Yeah. So a lot of people you don't have to draft don't, the player, right? A lot of people don't agree with that. So I, 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 I and I don't care what they think. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, the no. flip side would be you would say Eloy Jimenez is homegrown, but he's not really homegrown. Yeah, yeah. Rachel makes a great point. Myrtle Beach also has Slider, the bat dog. I don't know if you've seen that. No, little dog comes out of did the. Did you show us the? Oh, did you show us the? I did. I pointed out the beer thing. I pulled that up on the screen. I also pulled up Slider the bat dog. It, little, Isn't, that's the dog that? Yeah, you little like dog it. comes in, grabs a bat, runs it back to that's the. Awesome. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. yeah. the beer, I've seen that before. The beer that's bat awesome. thing was impressive when I saw the picture that Joey put up on YouTube, only because it looks like it's a plastic cup that's the shape of a bat, you know, mm-hmm. and and the barrel obviously is. Filled with the beer, but it looks like that would go in a cup holder, right? If there was a cup holder on the back of the seat, you potentially mm. could just drop it down, it down because the, be, the, those things ah, were so popular no. last year. The beer bats, well, why Myrtle don't they Beach have those at started like you know why? Because people start swinging them at each other. Those things were so popular yeah. last year that Myrtle Beach started like selling them on Twitter. The like beer you, bat, yeah, like you, they were they were allowing you to there like you DM them and they would like send you one. Do you think that would work at Wrigley? I do not. No, they don't, they, I do they, not. That, no, the cup snakes. We get such, way too out of control. The yeah, cup snakes are yeah. such a like a no no there. That, yeah. That the well they allow cup snakes to come not back anymore. last year. Well, not anymore. But we'll Myrtle Beach, according to Ferris, also very popular with the seniors. Luke, <laughs> really? Thank you, Ferris. For <laughs> well, maybe we shout should out go to back. Ferris. The best a lot of, of golf the carts so there. Huh? A lot of golf carts, Myrtle Beach. Um, but it's it's popular probably for seniors in the winter time, for sure. Not the summertime. They come back to like Wisconsin and Minnesota for the winter. By the way, I, I, this is something I never thought we'd discuss, but we're talking about the, the beer bats. Are you pro-stomping on the beer cup at Wrigley? The old, remember when they had the old paper cups? Have you ever seen those? Yeah. You, you know, yeah, people yeah, would yeah. pop them. You'd, after the okay. game, you'd pop the cup. No? Or a, I mean, or a Coke cup. Did you I ever do not, that I as a kid? No, you never I popped the cup? No, I never no, popped it, no. 
It's because you guys weren't as cool as I was. I guess probably. not. I guess not as old Luke. as you are either. Well, that no. that is uh, true. I also want to talk real quick, Luke, about some of the new roster uh, cuts today. Yes. Uh, five non-roster invitees assigned to the to Iowa Cubs announced that this, or honestly, like an hour ago, um, including Jonathan Holder, who was potentially someone that maybe you know had, was in that conversation for a bullpen role. Stephen Stephen Brault is another one um, that you know he he was supposed to sign a major league deal. Ended up, I remember we we're, were talking to him down in uh, in Mesa. Ended up like having like a triceps setback or something, um, and ended up signing a minor league deal instead. So I don't, I don't know that he's even still even started throwing yet. But he's another guy that you know who's the Pirates for like four or five years. He could end up being a face you see. Um, but I think the big thing is with that, the spring roster is now down to thirty one players, and it hasn't been official yet. But I think it's expected that at least Wade Miley is going to start the season on the IL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrelton Simmons may also start on the aisle. I think Tony Andraki, I saw a tweet from him earlier, um, saying that he did some light infield work today, wasn't making throws. So there's still that – the shoulder is obviously still bothering so there's him. There's two spots. So there's, there's, I think, not officially, but I think two spots that are expected to be op- – another two that – two IL, two guys that are going to be on the aisle to start the year. Um, so really with the roster down to what would be 29, there's – like one spot, one, one more spot. cut to go, which I think bodes well for a guy like Alfonso Rivas, who we've talked about, who's gonna who. If the Cubs, a lot of chatter on Twitter, people yeah. saying they want him on the team yeah. out of the mm-hmm. gate. If there's if the Cubs decide not to go with 15 pitchers, that I think that, that kind of locks Rivas in. Um, and then there's an Ethan Holder, Michael Rucker, also have potential to be on that that last. You mean spot. Ethan Roberts? What I say? You said Ethan Holder or Ethan Roberts? Ethan yeah, Roberts. Ethan Roberts, Michael Rucker. Could also potentially be in that role. So I mean, I I want to ask you both: Who do you want to see the Cubs? You know, take that last roster spot, who, or last two, I guess, roster spots that make up the twenty. I think those are the last three that those be the could last be on to there. choose from. Yeah, I would. Then I would go Rivas. Rivas. Yeah. Yeah. How many I get to choose from? Two or one? Well, we uh, we're thinking there might only be one spot. Well, I'm trying to do them because it also depends on if the Cubs go fourteen and fourteen or thirteen position players, fifteen pitchers. Right. Um, so Which is de- depending probably how, more likely. No, I like. I, I feel know. like most teams are going to go fifteen. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, they could go fourteen, fourteen to start. Again, it's just opening day, not right. <laughs> the yeah. whole season. Yeah, it could start off with. I think getting, early on we're going to see a lot of fifteen. I, I mean, uh, God, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I want to take Rivas, but I love Ethan Roberts. Like, I mean, I, getting I Rivas, so Rivas is lefty bat, and the fact that he can back up corner outfield and first base would also would be good for the Cubs, yeah. considering that you know lefty bats aren't as prevalent in their well, roster. I, just, I I do think that the Cubs are going to, and I feel like this is going to be across the league where the starters aren't going to go deep very often yeah, this, right. this first month. I, I yeah, I mean, I I'd like to see Rivas, but I think I think it's going to be pitcher heavy, mm-hmm. and especially like that if, if it's Rivas, he can go get a bat somewhere else. Like, but. A pitcher, you've got to keep. I don't know. I, I think they're going to go pitching heavy. I'll be surprised if it's not a pitcher. Right, and yeah. that's why it's kind of surprising that they did send uh, Rodriguez to to Triple A. Yeah. But right again, again, Roberts has not only pitched well this spring, but also pitched very well at Iowa last year. There's, I think, he's earned more, more cha- more of a chance, I guess. And uh, Rodriguez, we saw an up and down yeah. thing last year. So there's also been a little bit of know. chatter that Michael Givens. Yeah, he did make a spring debut on Saturday, but he might not be ready for opening day. Could I mean, I again that that, that could open yeah. up yeah another yeah. spot. Like, I mean, if, that, if they if they team. option yeah, him, sure. then they I mean, it, then you got two guys. It's right just there. crazy, just like how like we're three days from opening day and just how fluid and kind of uncertain like the end of the roster is. Mm. It's it's just, it's just a weird off season. I don't know what the average is for roster moves in a season, like how many roster moves a team makes moving guys up and down. But I bet it's going to be really high. Well, last the year, like, last year was a lot. Was, yeah. was a lot. The Cubs like broke a record or something. Cubs had like, like sixty nine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I would really guess nice. it's going to be pretty close to that again this yeah. season. Yeah, don't you more. think? If not more. Yeah, I mean it's going to be with just with the shortened spring training. Um, you're going to just going to see a lot of you know pitchers coming up, especially with guys not built up all the way. A lot of just bullpen arms coming up, either ones that can only pitch one inning or that can pitch multiple. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna see a lot, and that's why, like, even we talk about the opening day roster. Who's on the open? That's gonna be that's gonna change so so quickly. Right. It's, like, it's not gonna stay like that for the entire season. So, regardless of the 28 that are up to start, it's right. I think by next week you might see 
someone get optioned down, someone get brought up, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's going to be it's gonna be a very fluid situation to start the year. Yeah, Rachel's starting out the uh, we should DFA Hayward <laughs> and have them both. Yeah. Well, they're, they're certainly part of the fan base that believes that. that. Who, what team? Somebody just did that. A pretty high. Oh, uh, Justin Upton. Justin Upton. That's yeah. who it was. He had one year left. Hayward has two years left. Yeah, so I guess that's the only difference. But Upton was supposed to make $28 million this year. Like, so it's a lot of money to eat. It is a lot of money to yeah. eat. Um, we'll see. I mean, Ethan Roberts looking at his stats. Four and a third innings. No runs given up so far this spring. Michael Rucker's. 2.25 ERA in seven innings, eight innings, eight eight innings. Um, and then Rivas obviously is killing it right now in spring training. He's got, what is he hitting? 385, slugging 615. Again, the spring training. Yeah. But there's guys that are. Rivas uh, has definitely earned the opportunity. Well, to there's guys the that, have that, that have had a, had a case coming right, into right. spring training yeah. that you're like, okay, this guy can make it up. And they're like proving it. Like, hey, like we came into spring training with a case and we're. Backing that up now. We're backing that up. So it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, whether it's Wednesday, what um, the official opening day roster is. Uh, Ferris comments, there's a stat floating around that the Cubs spend this year is ranked number five in baseball. Is that true? Uh, I know they spent more than anyone else in the division, but I I don't know about baseball. Um, No, That's a good question. I mean, it's a good question at all. I mean, you're you're giving – I don't believe that's right. But. I don't think it is either, but, yeah. I don't think so. I, <laughs> I mean, I, they gave a, a lot of one-year deals up to mm-hmm. you know, major leaguers, so. Looks like be. Joey is searching it right now. Is it on What do you got track? for us, Joey? Joey's going to. I got 10. 10? 10. Okay. 10th in the league. I got the Rangers first, Blue Jays, Dodgers, Mets, Tigers as the top five. Good work, that Joey. sounds about right. The Rangers gave those two contracts to Simon right. and, and – yeah. uh, uh, Seeger. Seeger. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot. Yep. Uh, how about our sponsors? We should take care of some business, huh? Yes. Uh, Ryan, I'm assuming you're riding uh, UNC Moneyline tonight? Yep. North Carolina Moneyline. Playing with my heart, not with my head, but I'm, I'm putting, oh, I'm putting see, it one I, unit that's, on how did your today. How did your evil parlay work out? My anti-evil parlay. Anti-evil it parlay. Not, it went one for two, so obviously I don't win any money in that. You know, some places um, that's winning. But... I think it helped knock Duke off the list, which is all I cared about. The Kansas, obviously, I cared about too. But <laughs> I just, I once Kansas won, I'm like, we just, we just can't have Duke win. Can't yeah. have Duke win. Can't have an all evil championship game. And it worked. UNC did it. They pulled it off. And so now I can watch the game. Coach tonight. K's wife looked incredible. mad, didn't she? <laughs> she always looks mad. Personally, she was yeah. angry. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you can bet uh, UNC money line plus one sixty. And ride with Ryan, or you can ride with me and take Kansas minus four tonight. Uh, and on points bet, which is the best way to support CHGO, is if you download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you get two risk free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Shout out to everyone tweeting. Uh, tagging us in their tweets with their new dope merch. Uh, Uncle Jeff, I think, uh, tagged us today on Twitter. Uh, shout out to you, man. Uh, that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, Live college basketball same game parlay for the first time ever. You can build the perfect live same game parlay only with points bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Want more? You can boost. You can also boost your live same game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with points bet. And now online signup is available in Illinois. You can download the points bet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. And again, if Luke can do it, all of you can do it. I, I just, I'm going to emphasize it as long as we have to read these ads. Uh, if Luke can do it, you all can do it. Plus, during points bet match madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets during each round. Just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. Tonight is literally the last night. I did it on Saturday. It did not work out in my favor uh, in terms of winning, uh, but I did get that $20 live bet and uh, had a nice little sweat in the second half of 
UNC and Duke. Um, so what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Occupation. Rich. <laughs> what was that? You know the great thing about Cody's points bet work is that he, he was having a tough time, but he's like a goldfish. He forgets it 10 seconds later, and he goes right back after it. Something new. You know, he's shortest memory on the planet, the goldfish. That's the mentality. Go right keep back going, after it. Keep going. Um, hey, CHGO, this is it, right? One month anniversary today. One month anniversary today. Anniversary yeah. today. Uh, podcast, live shows. We hope you're enjoying it. Every team, every day. Post-game shows. We start ours, obviously, on Thursday. Well, post-game shows Thursday and Friday for you. Pre-game shows as well uh, as the Cubs get ready to start at Wrigley Field. Premium written content. AllCHGO.com. Uh, Ryan and Jared will be doing the heavy lifting there, correct? Some stuff. Yeah, Kyle will be contributing a little right. bit. But Brandon. we've seen you doing squats just around sure, the Brandon room. Will have <laughs> some, <laughs> Brandon will probably have some pitch doctor. Yeah, some pitch doctor. And pitch doctor will be in there. Yeah, Cody maybe will join us. As, and the bonus is you sign yeah. up and you get the free shirt, which the yep. dope merch has started arriving now. Like it's starting yeah. to come in. Yeah, it is. Starting Again, to see it out on out Twitter. People are getting us. the shirts. They're getting amped up for opening day. The yep. shirts are becoming available. Yeah, when you get your when you get your dope merch, don't forget to tag us. Tag uh, yeah, we want to know when you get underscore it. Cubs at chgo underscore sports or just whoever you got. Tag us. We'll let we'll we'll let it fly on Twitter. So well, let us know. And then there's the members only Discord, the chgo lounge where. You know, key members like January are in there, like commenting and like, mm-hmm. you know, be, being part of the team. Yep, like, we yep. want to interact with you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to remi- like be active in the Discord more consistently. It's been a busy first month here at CHGO, but I'm right as the season is approaching, I'm trying, I'm going to try and be there every day and interact and, yep, yep. And, 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 you know. And you're going to show me how to get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to get in. Luke's been struggling. I, it I don't took, have a, it took a it's, while it's to get one him of those the digital keys, bet, but we, we'll, get them on, we'll get them on the right. Discord. Yeah, and we're gonna I'm have used some. to just the old key, and now this is a digital key code thing, and I, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, maybe we'll have some mailbag stuff that we, you know, yeah. exclusive to Discord members that ask whatever questions they want to ask for a mailbag, stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, that Discord is, is going to start heating up soon. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh so let's go back to Ronan. I think this is before we started insulting his country uh, and creating international incidents. He, he's still hanging with us, Ronan. He had asked about Nico Horner at short. What we, and, you know, the one play that everybody's – I think it was the play from the weekend in the Cactus oh, yeah. League. Defensively, um, at least. You know, yeah. well, we've talked a lot about how does he fit in at short. Is he, he's, a, he's a great defender at second base, but does that translate to shortstop? Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily sometimes last season, you would say, look comfortable at short compared to what he does at second base. But he's had an offseason to work on it. He's bulked up again. Mm-hmm. He's like, he is an athlete, you know? So I think it's still possible that he could be your shortstop for a long time until these next wave of guys come up. We're going to find out, you know? He's going to yeah. get that opportunity this spring. But that play. Do we have that play? Yeah, I don't know if Joey has it on there. But, like, he makes a throw from deep short that I thought. There we go. I mean, it's, it's like a hobby-type play to go that far yeah. and yeah. still throw him out. Yeah, right. the, the jump, jump, turnaround jump, yeah. I mean, that's an athletic play yeah, to go up, jump, turn, and then throw it over the, and, and get a runner at first. Like, not yeah. just throw it over there and get it to first base, but to get somebody um, – Listen, that's the type of thing that does translate from Cactus League to Major League play. You know, hitting and pitching don't because they're working on different things. Defensively, you can make a play in the Cactus League and say, okay, that, that's apples to apples. That's the same play he's making in on April 7th and April 8th. That's the same type of plays. It's going to be 40 degrees colder, but, you know, that's the, that does translate, whereas the other parts of the game don't necessarily. So I think that was... Uh, a very positive thing to see. Right. Even if it's it, just one play, I it shows think, his potential. I think Nico's coming in this season with a chip on his shoulder, Agreed. too. Like, you know, he was hurt last year. And the thing is, is that he hit last year. When he was healthy, he hit. When he went down and I think it was late May or early June when he went down and was out for a month or two, the Cubs' offense fell apart without him because he brought a different, a different type of hitter to the lineup. I know the lineup's completely different now, right. but – Again, he brought a presence to the lineup that was, I it, it was uh it made the lineup better and it, it and it made the lineup different. It wasn't just all power hitters who were likely to strike out if they don't hit a homer or hit a double or whatever, you know. So, 
you know, on top of like all the talk about, you know, online about going to get Correa and all this stuff. Right. Like there's definitely a chip on this guy's shoulder to come out and prove that, hey, I was a first round pick for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has, I mean, we know he's, you know, gold club caliber defender at second. He's not going to play. He's not going to play every day second now because of uh, Madrigal and they want to, you know, get him, get him in there. Um, Nico again with, with the Correa talk and then with Simmons is signing that there's talk that, you know, Nico can play all over the field, which is great. But now if, if Simmons does indeed start on the ILs, I, I mean, Nico, again, like you said, his chip on his shoulder, he's going to want to prove that, yeah, I can play gold glove defense a second, but I can also be a really good defender at shortstop too. You can count on me at shortstop and then, you know, that maybe he does well, he hits well, obviously, and then that, you know, changes the trajectory or the, the construction of the roster and where the where Jed Hoyer and the front office go from here. They right. look at it, maybe, you know, Nico has a great year, and they decide we don't need to go looking for a shortstop. Maybe that's what Jed Hoyer has in mind at the end of the year. Who knows? But like you said, like Nico obviously wants to prove that he can play shortstop long term. Plays like that are going to go a long way towards, you know, helping that case. Mm-hmm. Um, again, remains to be seen whether that's, Long term or not, but that's you know that's a good sign for for what Nico's doing and wants to do at shortstop. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. I, again, we don't know how many games the Cubs are going to win, but there's a lot of guys that are like like Nico's a great example of just like what like is, this is your time to tell show us can you stay healthy? Ian Happ, Nico yeah. Warner, Nick Madrigal. Yes. There's a lot right. of guys that can they stay healthy? Can they produce? Yeah. Can they prove that they're an everyday player at the major league level? Like those are the three big questions about a lot of this roster. And if most of them do that, who knows how many games this team wins? Yeah. And if most of them don't, then it's right. going to be a long year. Well, and that's another thing is just with last year you you mentioned the health. Like Nico, as soon as you know if he's healthy, as soon as Javi mm-hmm. goes, that's two months that Nico can sit there right. and, and play shortstop every single day. Right. He ended up after that trade ended up playing in September, and that was about it. Like he played. After that he trade, hurt he his oblique, five I believe. Game. Yeah, yeah he played five nothing. games. Yeah, um, at shortstop, I want to say yeah, five games at shortstop after Javi Baez got traded. So that's a whole chunk of time that he could have started proving, like, hey, like I can do this full time. So now, yeah. especially if again, if Simmons is on the IL, Nico's going to be the everyday shortstop for the most part. Yeah, that's now is his chance to, again, like take that opportunity and prove it, like, hey, I can be the shortstop for this team for the future. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously right. you hope that a guy like Nico who came – I mean, he kind of got thrown to the fire in 2019. Oh, at, yeah. When Javi he was got called hurt. up way too early yeah, in 2019. Yeah, he got thrown to the fire. And he actually necessity. played pretty well. He came up and did a nice job. For so, those two weeks or whatever, right. So now it's kind of – he has his third season, fourth season in the big leagues. Not full season, obviously, but um, now it's kind of his chance to prove that, like, hey, you brought me up a little early, but I can do this too. Like, right. you can count on me. So Yeah. And it will be interesting to see how him and Madrigal mix. I mean, they played – against each other in the Pac-12 in college. And, you know, a lot of people like to compare them both to being the same type of hitters and everything. But like you said, he's Nico's come into camp. He looks a little bit different in terms of being more bulked up. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see how much more power he has this year. I don't expect him to go out there and hit 30 bombs. But <laughs> I would. the Cubs are going to need him to become like a 10, home, 10 to 15 home run type guy, especially if they want to use him all across the field and stuff Which like I don't that. think is unrealistic. Yeah, I don't think it is all. either. They, he needs to find a way to hit more line drives than anything. And I felt like in those stretches last year, he did a lot of that. So I'm not asking for a ton of home runs. I'm just asking for gap-to-gap power and, you know, get on base, man. I just want to see him drive the ball. Right. You, know, you just don't want to see slap hitting necessarily. When right. we talk about – people talk about, I want a contact hitter. Well, that's great. I I don't want to just see someone spraying the ball with little, you know, backhands, basically. But, like, you want to see drive the ball wherever you're driving the ball. If it's not over the wall, that's okay. Right. You know, and I think that's kind of what the Cubs are looking for uh, in hitters. You know, it's it went so launch angle heavy that now it's we need the contact, but we also need that contact when you hit it, hit it hard wherever you're hitting it. So we'll see how it works out for him. It's going to be interesting. Uh, It was certainly one of the interesting things from the weekend was that play defensively, which is the other half of his game. The other part that was interesting was, you know, at nauseum we've talked about trade rumors since we've launched. and (laughs) But this was another strange situation. It looked like Hosmer had been traded from the Padres, then he wasn't traded from the Padres. Um, It's it's one landing spot people have talked about that if Contreras gets moved, the Padres might be a team. Uh, Okay, and even if that's not part of the mix for – Wilson Contreras, we've talked about Hosmer being a guy that you could fit onto the Cubs roster. 
mm-hmm. not because necessarily you think he's a all-star player at that position or a great fit. He's a guy who's got some time left and money left, but can you bring prospects with him? Are you willing to take that salary for this season if you're willing to send me one of your better prospects with him? And our answer, at least I know Cody and I thought that early on, is yes, I'm willing, I'm willing to explore that if those prospects or prospect would be good enough right. to eat that money. Right. You know, that's one way of acquiring players without, you know, necessarily drafting them. Right. Well, and I, the thing, you know, I tweeted yesterday, someone like, what did I tweeted something about it and then led to a lot of people, you know, bringing up trade ideas in my mentions. And some guys said Hosmer, Will Myers, Capisano, Hasseld, and then I would probably be right around the 37th draft pick, uh, which is like a comp pick uh, for Contreras, Hap, and Hayward. And it intrigued me because, yeah, you're taking Myers and Hosmer's contracts, but you're removing Hayward's who will – is going to make more money than both than Hosmer. He's going to make more money than Hosmer will next year. Oh, well, I mean, the one, one would cancel the other. Well, yeah, basically. Also, Hosmer's contract is longer. That is, is done after next year. That and is true. I I will say I've you know that everyone has always said that Hosmer is like a good clubhouse presence. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows Hayward. Like right, that would right. take a little bit He's of an adjustment. He's a leader in the clubhouse for the team. Yeah, but sure. that, that would take an adjustment to, yeah, again, getting rid of the clubhouse leader yep. and bringing in another guy who's a good clubhouse presence but has not been around these guys. Right. Well, so, doing one for one would make sense. Either way, yeah. like, at all. As someone who almost freaked out because you guys tricked me into thinking that Contreras <laughs> was traded on Friday. What? Breaking news? <laughs> oh, no. As someone who was that. I honestly like that trade idea. I'd probably accept it because you're getting the Padres' top catching prospect. You're yeah, getting their top outfielding pr- prospect plus a draft pick, and it's not like Hosmer and Myers are awful players. You're going to overpay them for sure, but it's not like like Myers' contract is up after next year, and Hosmer he's a 13 million AAV after this year for the next three years after. So you like his contracts front loaded. So it doesn't stop the Cubs from spending money or anything like that. Plenty of room to spend money. And you're, and again, you're reloading two prospects you get, right. You're continuing to reload the farm system and Capisano is basically ready to come up. I'm surprised the Padres aren't just going to go ahead and start him because he had like 300 at bats in triple a last year. And he, they called him up in September. So I didn't. I don't really understand why they're not starting him already, considering what they have. I mean, they have Victor Caratini and then a couple other, you know, vet guys who are solid, but they're not mm-hmm. like your yeah. your all star caliber catcher. Like, imagine if Contreras I mean, and Caratini were both. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and then the other move that I saw was the Yankees had always been talked as the other team possibly for Contreras if that was going to happen early in the season. They added a catcher, and it was kind of the article I was reading was basically saying, okay, so that eliminates the Yankees from that conversation. If that is the case, um, does, the, does the return for Wilson Contreras seem less desirable to the Cubs if you have less teams in on that mix early on, or is that someone you know just waited out to the All-Star break if you decide you have to trade him? I was going to say, at, the, at this point, Obviously, the less teams, trade deadline. the less teams that are going after, yeah, the less good. you know the offers are going to be going up to the trade deadline. Injuries. You know, the, Cubs are, the Cubs are still looking to trade him. There's All injuries in other places. There there's going to be a catcher at the yeah, trade deadline. There's going to be there's going to be probably more suitors that going you know, right. into the season that will start paying a little more for right. Contreras, and then that causes other teams. So that's like, if Contreras. Well, that was my point. We you know a lot of people had said you know the Bruce Levine report was this is pretty imminent that it's about to happen. But if you start taking teams out of the mix yeah. going into the season, is it more and more likely that you're going to at least see Wilson Contreras up to the trade deadline? And it sort of seems that way. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's a, a clear cut sign of it, but it's a signal. It's a signal that it's more likely. Now, who knows? I mean, we might finish the podcast, and <laughs> Joey might be like, "Hey, they just traded Contreras." Ugh. Yeah, you know, for real this time. Yeah, right? no, they again that. You're not going to get right now. I don't think the Cubs won't get what they could get Maximum for Contreras. Return, yeah. Then they will later on in the season when players are injured. And, and, I mean, again, they also have to hope that Contreras plays up to what he can. That's um, why he's number one in yeah. my power ranking. Yeah, so I was going to bring that up right now, actually. Oh, beautiful. Um, I wasn't here uh, when this decision was made, but Luke and Cody 
both decided to do their power rankings of uh, Cubs. Was it most important Cubs players or just, well, just trending just up, trending call, down? Yeah, I think yeah. we're going to do it throughout. I think we, we'd like to do it throughout the season, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's after every game, it could be updated, yeah. or, or if it's every week or every month. We're just calling it our power rankings. And for me, I don't know about Cody, for me, when I say power rankings within on the Cubs team, um, if, if I wanted to include somebody in the minor leagues because they had a great week or something, maybe I'd put them in trending up or trending yeah. down. Or yeah. uh, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm saying these are the five best players in the organization. It's about what they're doing now. It's about what they mean to the team. It's about the, their value yeah. to both the Cubs and other organizations. So mine for yeah. number one well, is – Wilson Contreras, like heart, hustle, mm-hmm. and muscle of the team until he's not on the team. And in addition to being, you know, the best position player on the team, he also happens to be your best trade value if that is the road they go on. Now, yeah. I think most Cubs fans don't want to go down that road, and I fully understand that thought process, but I'm just saying there's double value there. And I love his passion, so for me – Power ranking on the Cubs, Wilson Contreras. If I had to pick one name, he's the top of the list. Stroman is my number two just because of the excitement in the offseason. You know, he's he's the most hyped player coming in the offseason uh, for the rotation. Mm-hmm. It sort of turned what people thought about the organization going into the offseason, right? So it was like, no, it's a total rebuild. But then when they signed Stroman, it was like, okay, it's – it's a three-year deal. You would expect him to be pitching in important games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't you don't sign him unless you think he's pitching in important yeah. games. So the window shrinks there, and you start to think that's where they're targeting winning games. Then I went down to Seiya Suzuki, you know, the biggest position player they added. Hendricks, I think you have to have Kyle Hendricks in your top five. Just, you know, he didn't have a great season last yeah. year, but I always have confidence that Kyle Hendricks will work on the little things he will find them, whether that was tipping pitches last year, we don't know, whether it's uh, what Brendan says, the sinker's high up in the zone and that's going to work better, he's going to have better control of it, we don't know. And, and number five is the guy we were just talking about, Nico Horner. Like, I think this is a big season for Nico Horner, mm-hmm. both offensively, defensively, whether he becomes an everyday player as that utility position of Ben Zobrist or what Chris Bryant was where you move him around or whether he finds a spot at a position until they find somebody that's better at that position. Mm-hmm. But I think it's about being a, a very productive major league player. That's, I think that's what he's going to prove. My, my, I'll do my, you know what? I'll do my trending up. Your, trending your number down one down. guy just uh, homered, just went deep against the Sox. Hey. Wilson? Wilson goes yes, sir. Hard. See that? Yes, hard sir. Hustle, hustle. Um, too bad the Sox guys Too bad the Sox left. guys left. Luke, just my comments yeah. on yours. Wilson, I, I agree with him at the top. I think that he is just the most important player as far as whether he ends the season on the Cubs or yes. ends the season somewhere else. We'll tell you exactly how the season went for the Cubs and how it's going. If he gets past the trade deadline with the Cubs, that tells you a lot. If he doesn't, that also tells you. So it just as far as whether he's on the team or not is probably the most important thing for this season. And, Ryan, like how he plays. If he's playing yeah. well – then, then maybe the front office looks at him and says, okay, let's do this. Let's, let's find a way to get it done. Or if he's playing well, he's only increasing his trade value. So either way, you want to see Wilson Contreras have a heck of a season right yeah. out of the gate. And I, I think he's ready for it. Yeah, and then uh, what? number five was your, your X factor, right? Nico was your X factor? Nico was also my X factor, Back too. Yeah, game. so I have him at five, and then I did my trending up and my trending down, my trending up is Clint Frazier, good spring, the home run that caught everybody's attention after the Suzuki home run. And then trending down is Wade Miley, not because of I don't think he's going to have a good season. It's just that he's injured, and they had to replace him in the rotation. So it's nothing that he's done that has has him trending down. It's just unfortunate for him. He's trending down because of the injury. I still think he's going to be a big part of the rotation this season. Uh, I know the hopes for the Cubs are that he definitely will be a big part of the rotation. So... Currently, he's trending down. It doesn't mean, you know, yeah. in three weeks, he couldn't be trending up and in the top five. I like the list you got there. It makes a lot of sense. Clint Frazier definitely been one of the more, like, intriguing stories in this spring. And, unfortunately, Wade Miley, we just, you know, the, the injury, know. we just don't know. So, yeah, I, I agree with the trending down you got there. Um, do we want to get to mine? Yeah, let's do yours. Do All yours. right. So, I'm, I'm with you on Contreras. We're close. Uh, We're pretty this close. This guy is... 
everything that I have ever wanted in my backstop and he should be extended and he should be beloved. And, and I don't know, 10 years, maybe I can say he's better than Yadier or Molina. Uh, maybe I'll say it either way. Um, then number two, I uh, got Seiya Suzuki. Uh, I mean, he's the big free agent signing outside of Stroman. He's already, what, he's got two hits, two homers in the spring. He's showing off the power. Supposed to be a gold glove outfielder as well. I think that he will carry this team as far as this team can go. Uh, that's a bold statement for me to say, but I, I believe in I believe it. Um, and number three, Frank Schwindel. This guy continues to hit. He had a couple hits on Saturday as well. Uh, no, like everyone coming in the years, like, can he do this for a full year? Can he like, st- like, is he a real person? Like all these things about Frank Schwindel. <laughs> is he this, a real person? This guy continues to just, just hit. Like he's not going to hit you 40 home runs, but he's going to hit. And he's going to hit, like, ec- he's going to get extra base hits. He's going to hit one, hit, hit some over the fence. Like he just does it all while giving you average defense at first base. He'll probably do some DHing as well. Uh, Joey, where are the last two? I don't even know your last two. <laughs> number on. four, Marcus Stroman, and then number five, Nico Horner. Uh, so I put Schwindel above Stroman just because uh, the Cubs, I don't know. I just well, like, he's going to play every day. Right. Mostly, yeah, and I like think. offense. He's going to play right. most days. And Stroman's pitched well this spring, um, and he's exciting and all that. And Nico Horner, I'm with you. He's It's a big year for him. So, yeah, those are Ooh, my five. I like your trending I, I, up, though. My trending up is Ethan Roberts. We talked about earlier, I think – he deserves to be on the opening day roster. Um, and my trending down is Kyle Hendricks. And the only reason is because he has been getting rocked this spring. And maybe it's just because I'm used to, you know, this is this is how I am. I find a way to believe in all these guys, whoever they are. I, you tell me, you mention a name of a guy, and I'll be like, and I will sit here and tell you, oh, this guy can, he can be productive if he <laughs> does this, this, and this. And Kyle Hendricks is, you know, I haven't had anything really bad to say about him literally his entire Cubs tenure. But last year was, let's let's be real, it was his worst year as a Cub outside of, it was probably his worst year since 2015. And you you got either really good Kyle Hendricks or you got really bad Kyle Hendricks. And, again, I don't want to take spring in too much, like into too much, but four starts in the last start that I think me, Ryan, we were talking about the other Mm -hmm. day, how he really wanted to go five innings. He went four and a third. So he almost went five, but still gave up four home runs. I I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Kyle Hendricks going into the season, but all I know is that his Aprils are never good. So I'm not feeling good about him going into the <laughs> season. So you're liking season. Thursday. I'm, I'm, I'm liking Kyle Hendricks on May 1st. That's what I'm liking right. Kyle well, Hendricks. And then, I mean, like we, we talked about it like, Grain of rice, right? Grain of rice is what you take spring training, uh, spring training stats. <laughs> grain for. of rice, a grain of rice. Um, but if Sahad of Sharma, I read one of his articles on the Athletic, basically saying that Kyle Hendricks, uh, you know, has, is down and away with the, with the fastball. Um, that was the plan. That's what he's working on, and uh, you know, he gave up four home runs on the fastball. But that's again, he's not he's not looking at scouting reports, looking at what each batter's strengths and weaknesses are, stuff like that. And in, in mm. um, spring training, he's not. That that's regular season stuff. If he's working on something during spring training, he's going to keep on working on it. And if it gives up a couple of home runs, then so be it. As long as he starts to kind of figure that out and get that feel for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, um, trending down. I don't know why I would put Kyle Hendricks as my trending down if I were making a list. It just, was a it was a bold statement. It's a bold statement. Um, but just because again, I also wanted to be different from Luke. That's so, fair. <laughs> but just because again, you don't know what guys are working on until they tell you. Obviously, until Kendricks told them afterwards that hey. Like, this is what the, you know, that was a deal. Um, but uh, as far as the top five, it's hard to argue either which way. I think Schwindel is obviously important. Then you had, who was your fifth that what that Cody ended up having? Nico was my fifth. Nico. Oh, yeah. Hendricks actually was your was in your top five, and Schwindel was in his top five. Right. Is what I'm talking about. Right. I, mean, I didn't have the, Schwindel. They're definitely both going to be very important for the Cubs this season as far as Kyle Hendricks. You want to find good Kyle Hendricks. You want to find an ace. Frank Schwindel. He's your first baseman right now, and you want to see if he can uh, produce what he did last two months of last season. So, yeah, I like both your lists. I think both your lists uh, are accurate, and then we'll kind of – obviously, we're going to make that a um, constant update the, uh, yeah. of the season. The I feel comments, like we're going to have to update it after the first the game comments, probably. The comments – Daniel in the comments says, RBI single for Seiya Suzuki. Yep. Seiya just tied at 4-4. Let's go. Let me get way too Might excited to about a spring training game. Sorry, Wilson. No. All right. <laughs> Hayward base hit makes it 5-4 now. Hayward oh, he just jumped into We're the back. top five in the power rankings. <laughs> All right. Before, well, we still have time. I'm going to get to the, uh, the our new our next ad read. Yeah. Um, we're going back to points bet. 
If you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all our web content from me, from Vinny, from Jared, from Kyle, from everyone out here at CHGO. Unlock the web content. You'll get a free, a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now, register your account from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also, bet North Carolina money line tonight. It's happening. It's happening. The Tar Heels are back. Uh, I like Kansas. Sorry. I. You know what? I have... It's just like the North Carolina Duke game. I have no rooting interest in either team, so I I honestly don't care who wins tonight. I'm just looking for a good game, and that's what North Carolina Duke ended up being. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just a, great a game. it was it was a great game. Right. Fantastic um, game. I wasn't mad or sad. Do you guys that, think that Coach K is going to come back now? Since no, uh, no, no, no. Done. But I will say that that what you guys were talking about on the bet show earlier, like that's the ultimate trump card forever. It is. Like, 100% is. A, any Duke fan can start saying anything UNC. We retired, we retired Coach K. What else yeah. can you say? That's right. It. In it, the Final Four. It is the trump card, but. Plus 160, North Carolina, money line. It is. I, I tell you what. It, first of all, I don't think there's any chance he's coming back, and I don't want him to come back for John Shire, the Chicago kid. Like, this is his team now. Take mm-hmm. it and go. Yeah. And I, and I also feel like while he would have, John Shire would have been great for him to win a national championship in Coach K's, it also doesn't set the expectation at national championship right out of the gate. Like, all of a sudden, you, you took a punch to the face, Duke. All right, John Shire, take the team and go do your thing. Know. Yeah. Wish him luck. Now, I, I'm, I'm no. way more a Duke fan now than I am than I was. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, weird how, like, <laughs> yeah. like well, t- let's be and That's not against I'll Coach be, K. I just I'll be see honest. John Shire whenever well. the game ended, I was still mad no matter what because I hate both schools. So, I mean, it oh, well. is what it is. I, I'm not, but I'm not a Kansas or Carolina guy either. So, yeah. that's what I'm all saying. Right. Like, I. Anyway. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, well, I was just thinking, 19 years ago, today, Sammy Sosa hit his 500th home run, right? So I was just wondering, what, what Sammy memories, when I say Sammy Sosa, what memories or baseball memories jump into your mind right away? What, just what comes to mind quickly? Run into the right field, 9-11. Yeah. yeah. That's flag. number one on that's my That's the list. one clip of video I think a lot of people think. Yeah, I think that's just and that's just anyone that likes baseball and you know loves loves their country. It was such a big right. moment in like it was like yeah, time. Right? Um, at, at like I don't time. remember. I don't remember nine eleven. I was too young for it. Like I just, but like I see that clip every year and it's mm-hmm. you know. It's, but that was that. I mean, obviously the the Mets. That was it Mike Piazza that, that yeah home run. And like, but it was just like that kind of stuff is gets you get, mm-hmm. gets you chills. Gives you the goosebumps. Two thousand three um, NLCS game. Yeah, uh, I think just anytime he can't ever, remember which game, but anytime he ever just time. the hop. Yeah. Any home the runs hop. to hop afterwards. I, for me, it's hop. the it's the corked bat. The corked bat uh, is on the back list. to the uh, <laughs> dugout. I think for me, it's the flag and the cork bat. Just kind of like hop. Just oh, almost like wh- whistling, Dude. like inconspicuously. Like, oh, there's nothing in my. Well, face. the hop was just like a. <laughs> I mean, every time you hit a home, it wasn't even like a single memory. Just every time you hit a home run, growing up and you car- want to see more guys do hops like that. I want to see every player do growing up in Cardinal Nation and having to find a way to defend Sammy Sosa to all of like these these Cardinals fans was. Like, it mentally drained me. It <laughs> mentally drained me. As a kid, imagine being mentally drained as a child. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, he had home run derby. I think of oh, yeah. also the, the 66th homer is one. Uh, I also think of the video of him walking out of the ballpark while the game was still going on, that the Cubs leaked and buried him after uh, he left the game. Yeah, and the, I mean, I'll... And that st- really started the Sammy hate. Right, yeah, when right? he left, he, there was hate. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing outside of all the steroid stuff that the Ricketts keep holding back, and that's why he's not, his number's not retired, and that's stupid. But the one thing that like he himself hurt himself with the organization and the fans is probably just the very end of '04, with the oh with, for sure with yeah. the whole yeah. leaving early or whatever the smashed boombox smash boombox yeah because he always came off like I mean when I was a kid I didn't think anything of it because I was a kid and I just loved watching him hit homers right right if yeah, I you was, don't care if he's playing but if I was a fan right if he was playing now and like and I had to watch him do that then I'd probably have some disdain for him but 
again, it would have. I probably would have let go of it years down the road. I'll be honest with you. All those guys from that era, I think they all would have just helped themselves by saying, "The ones that did it, just say you did it." Mm-hmm. There, there's no place more forgiving than the United States. Like every, like. <laughs> Everybody loves a comeback story. Like, people are forgiving for a lot of things and forget about a lot of stuff. And I think if most of them would just say, I did it, I'm sorry, I think most people would move on. And I I don't know. I think most people have moved on even though he hasn't admitted anything. Yeah. So. Um, I'm someone who actually wouldn't mind if they brought steroids back. Oh, that was the um, best time in baseball. Oh, no, there's a podcast. Uh, all right. Well, Ferris said great show, guys. But if, <laughs> oh, thank you. Ferris says great show, guys. If you want another great show, Corey tweeted it out. But him, uh, him, Brendan are going live tonight with Michael Cerami from Bleacher Nation. They're doing their annual season preview episode. So that's obviously going to be on the same CHGO uh, account, CHGO Cubs uh, podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, it's under CHGO Cubs. Um, but obviously it's go check show. them out tonight. We'll be it's going to be a great We'll show. be live for that as well yeah, tonight, probably around 7.45. Yeah, so. live. So make sure, yeah, make sure you keep your alerts on yeah, so look they at that. get that notification when they do go live. Right. Um, but it's going to be another great show from those two guys. And, Corey, and Cerami's going to be great too. Corey will tweet out that link, I know, as we get closer to the live show. And yeah. you can go right on up to the national championship. You can go right from the podcast and then catch the game in a couple minutes uh, in. Yeah, I'm on both screens. Might be double, double, yeah, I might be double screening it tonight. Double screen it. So yeah, make sure you check that out tonight as well sounds good thanks for dropping into this edition of the chgo cubs podcast presented by points bet until tonight fly the w